0: Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So lots of great stuff for us to talk about today when it comes to real estate in Central Florida. And as you know, we try to concentrate on what's actually happening here because it's different than what's going on in other parts of the country, but what's happening in your particular neighborhood is basically the most important thing, you know, when it comes to buying or selling your house, you know, every neighborhood is different everything, um, you know, whether there's different amenities, whether there's different pricing, you know, for whatever reasons and that kind of stuff. So you can't look at the overall thing and and know exactly what's going on with you. But you know, looking at the trends and what's happening in Central Florida, we'll definitely go through all of that. So last week, there were 451 homes that sold last week. And so our numbers of homes that are selling are down probably about 100. So that's quite a bit when you're talking and 451. I mean, we were probably at about 550 or whatever, um, a few months ago. And that's the result of really the interest rates um, actually going a little bit higher. So some people are putting the brakes on it. And some people are putting the brakes on it because they have to for affordability. And then other people are just putting it on because they want to wait and see kind of what's going on. But what we've noticed is that basically, you know, what's happening is that once people kind of get their head around it, they're okay with the interest rate, and then they go ahead and they purchase. So the median price of homes is actually at 415000 which is down 5000 from the week before, but really no significant change when it comes to that. It went down 0.2%. So really, nothing really to speak about The inventory, however, is quite extensive that it went up by another 100 homes. And so there's the homes that are on the on the market right now are 5,096, which comes out to basically 2.05 months of inventory overall. And like we talk about that every price range is definitely different as well. So when we're looking at this, this is kind of interesting. So under 250,000 there are 1.32 months of inventory, 1.68 between 250 and 300, 2.78 between 300 and 400, between 400 and 500 it's 2. Point, it's 3.19 and then between 500 and a million there are 13.15 homes on the market right now. Now, the reason for that, which is really interesting, and the over a million was at 1.27, because there were only three houses that sold last week between 500 and a million. So it whopped up the number of that are houses that are inventory there of 171 up to 13.15 months of inventory. So, you know, when we're looking at these stats on a weekly basis, you know, they, they kind of show us a little bit about what the trend is, but it's not necessarily 100% real as where it's at. Because there really aren't 13.15 months of inventory in that 500 to a million category based on what sold last week, yes. But based on what sold in a month is that we're probably still around that two to three months of inventory when we're looking at that. When you're looking at then what the price, um, the asking price to the selling price, overall it's 98.64%. Under 250,000, 98.42. 250 to 300, 99.73 in that 300 to 400 range and um, 98.65 between 400 and 500. And then that 500 to a million, you know, remember that we got 13 months of inventory, 100.88. So almost 101% of um, market price. And then over a million was 92.33. So You know, again, it just is a picture of what happened last week. But looking at it, you know, there really isn't too much of a change. A few months ago, we were all over asking. Now we're just right below, slightly below 98.64 overall, like I said. So, you know, it's kind of uh, interesting to see how things are shifting a little bit in the market. It definitely is not a buyer's market by any stretch of the imagination or anything yet. It's still a seller's market. But it's not like your houses are flying off the shelf necessarily in two or three days like they might have been before or a week. You know, um, they are taking a little bit longer to sell. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And in order to reach us at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So um, you know what? I actually gave you guys last time the number of count house, townhouse, and villas that we have that 13 months of inventory between 500 and a million. So I really goofed that up. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you the single family homes now. There's actually 2.61 months of inventory versus the condos at 2.05. Under 250,000, there's 2.35, which was 1.32 in the condos. 250 to 300 is 1.67 and 1.68, so right at the same amount. Um, In condos, there's 2.78 and 1.79 and 300 to 400. 400 to 500,000 houses, there were actually 97 instead of three that sold, um, you know, or no, I'm sorry, 400 to 500 was 97 versus 15 in the condos. And we have 2.79 months. And then 500 to a million in the houses, there were 138 houses that sold between 500 and a million and three, three months of inventory. So that that's a little more realistic. And then over a million, there were 6.47. So that's more can. What, what happened the week before. So I apologize for that. So those numbers I gave in the original, um, they were all for condos. And looking at the percent asking um, to, you know, list asking, they're all pretty much the same too. It was 98.64 on the condos and it's 98.26 on the houses. So basically the bottom line means that um, they're basically are going very close to asking price. There's a little bit of room, but not a whole lot of room. So there's a little negotiating power there. Um, When you are looking at the condos and townhomes and villas, there were 174 that sold last week. We used to be somewhere around 200, two and a quarter. So, um, you know, they're down a little bit as well. And the median price is 242,000. So when you're talking about... um, single family homes versus condos. Um, the median price of a single family home is 415000 and the median price of a condo is $242,000. So um, like I had mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I actually was doing the calculation for somebody that they were looking at potentially purchasing a home And then they also looked at purchasing a condo. And so the condo fee was significantly more than the home. But the condo was for the same square footage and everything like that was, um, you know, a 100,000 less. So when we looked at it, You know, and that condo fee was in the neighborhood of 400 and some dollars. So it was going to give you it was going to take 20 some years of paying that condo fee before you caught up to that hundred thousand dollar difference in price. So for a lot of people, it just makes sense to go ahead and get the condo because they can afford it. And um, it definitely is better than rent in many cases. And so that's why it is definitely very attractive. Now, when we're looking at interest rates, this is just one lender and everything that I found out there that that sent me what they're doing. and um, so the current market rates and it it shows a house of a five hundred thousand dollar purchase of a single family detached residence with thirty percent down um, and a seven hundred and forty FICO score uh, locked the payment. Uh, this the, that everything is the 30-year fixed and everything is that it's at 5.375. Now, if you wanted to do a 15-year fixed, it was 4.5. So if you want to save yourself a little bit of money, you could do that. The jumbos were, um, the 30-year fixed were 5.75, $1.5 million uh, purchase with 30% down and a 740 um, FICO score. So that's kind of what's going on with the interest rates right now. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you after the break. So one of the things that I ran into this week that I thought was really interesting is that it was talking about tackling the home financing and down payment misconceptions. And basically, they did some surveys and that kind of thing. And they found out that um, most buyers, that most people think, you know, everybody's paying all cash and all that kind of stuff. But the fact is that the majority of home buyers finance their home purchase. 87% 87% purchase um, finance their home purchase, and uh, 95% of the first-time buyers do. So when cash is in the market, that's um, other people that are buying homes, whether it's investors or whether it's corporations that are going to rent them out or some somebody, somebody on that on that realm. So basically, you know, people that are actually purchasing a home to live in, um, 87% um, purchased. By financing and ninety-five percent of the first-time buyers, so if you are a cash buyer, you are definitely going to stand out and be something that everybody, um, you know, desires because you don't have to worry about appraisals and all of those kinds of things. So, you know, like I've mentioned before, there are programs that if you are a finance but you want to come in as a cash buyer, that we do have opportunities for you to do that. It does cost a little bit of money, but what the people that have actually used it, they have saved thousands of dollars in the purchase price by offering that cash offer as opposed to financing, and people were more excited about it, you know, definitely for sure. And, um, you know, basically one of the things that I found surprising in here, because obviously I work in the industry and I know what's going on, is that they that people thought that they needed to have a lot more down payment than they actually did. So um, 35% of the people think that they need between 16 and 20% for a down payment, and then um, another 10% think that they need uh, more than 20% with a down payment. And so with that expectation in mind, you know, a lot of people that could be buying a house maybe aren't buying a house because they think that they need to have more money. The typical down payment for first time home buyers ranged between six and seven percent, and that's been going on since 2018. So that's nothing new. Now, there are loans out there, both in the conventional and the government loans, like an FHA loan, you have to have three and a half percent down, or that's the minimum you can put down on that kind of a property um, or kind of a loan. And if there are conventional three percent, loans out there that are available for the first-time buyers and that kind of thing too and for the non-first-time buyers i believe it's only five percent that they need to put down but when you're you're coming up and you're neat and you're putting um Basically six to seven percent. Um, some of that could be closing costs and that kind of thing as well. So um, the typical for repeat buyers down payment was seventeen percent last year, and it actually um, was as low as thirteen percent. So people putting more money on their down on their houses actually come up in the last few years. So I thought that was interesting. And um, most people do use conventional financing to purchase the home. Only 23% of first time buyers used FHA. And just to put that three and a half percent money down. I think that the reason that most people do like to use um, F. Like to use the conventional is because it's just cleaner, it just um, makes things go smoother, and all of that kind of thing. But there are people that need to use FHA because their ratios are higher or the credit score might be a little bit lower. But um, you know, if you can go conventional, I usually you know, think that that ends up being the best thing for most people. But what you need to do is shop it. You need to look at it and see what's the best thing for you and your family. And, um, you know, when you get that, what they call, uh, I think it's a loan disclosure that they actually come and tell you, you know, like what your payment's going to be, what your down payment's going to be, what your closing costs are going to be. So you can actually compare apples to apples. And that's what I always suggest that people do, that they definitely want to make sure that they're looking at apples to apples, because the last thing that you want to do is not have, um, you know, is go one way or another. And then you find out that it could have been a lot cheaper going differently. So you want to make sure that you do that. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8am. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407- 566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So um, basically, when you're wondering, like, where do people get these down payments from? Because, you know, maybe it's an eye opener for you as well that you want to look at and see where you could get a down payment from. So... um, The majority of the people, uh, they have the money themselves, and it comes from savings. That's um, 80% of the first-time buyers, the down payment comes from savings. But 28% of buyers did use some kind of a gift from friends or relatives, and so that helped everybody, you know, make some money and all of that kind of good stuff, or borrow some money from friends and relatives to make sure that it got done. Um, basically, there are first time buyers who sold stocks and bonds for the down payment. And um, 12% of the people did that. And it was 6% in 2003. So that has doubled since then. And first time buyers who use their 401k pension fund, Uh, went to 10% and that was 7%. So, you know, people have saved money in different places and they're using it because they want to use it um, for their homes and and all of that. And I think that that's a a great thing, obviously, for people to do. I mean, I just think if you own a home and you're able to do what you want to with it, you know that the payment is going to pretty much be very consistent Uh, throughout the whole 30 year period that you're paying off that loan if you want to pay off more of it you're more than welcome to but you're not going to get the big jumps and that kind of stuff that you get with renting a place and and You know, there are tax implications that are, you know, to your benefit when you own a home. So there's a lot of things that come into it that definitely are something that you want to look at. And we have all the calculators and all that kind of stuff available if you're interested, if you know, you know, what your... Um, you know, tax rate is and all that kind of stuff. It can actually show you how much money you're gonna save in um, taxes by owning your home and that kind of thing too. So they they've really set it up the the government and. And the U.S. set it up that actually that they wanted everybody to own homes because it provided a more stable environment, you know, for the country and everything. And so that's why we still promote it. And I think it's a great thing that you can, you know, have what you have and do what you want to with it. And, uh, you know, live your life in the way that you want to in the place that you want to. And if it's a condo that you want, or a townhouse, or if it's a single family residence, and, and, you know, there's all kinds of additional things that you can look at. If you're older, you can look at those 55 plus communities. Um, a lot of time people are, you know, when they're raising their kids and stuff, they want a two-story home. But then, you know, as they get a little bit older, they want to just have that one-story home and not have all of the steps and everything that they did at one point in time. So, you know, buying and selling a home is usually some kind of a lifestyles change, whether it's the amenities that are in that community, um, whether it's close to work or school, Um, there's always some reason of why you want to be, you know, maybe you're close to a friend or a relative. So there's, there's all kinds of reasons why people are buying and sell real estate. And we're just happy to be here to help you actually figure out what's the best thing to do. And when we're meeting with some people, um, the best thing for them to do is not to buy or sell. It's to stay where they are. And maybe they want to wait a period of time. I was um, talking with somebody last week and their financial advisor advised them to wait another six months before they invest in another piece of real estate and save a little bit more money. So we're like all for ever best for you. And that's what we want to make happen. So in order to get in touch with us, call 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we will see you after the break. So one of the things that I found this week that I thought was great is it wondered what 2022 buyers want in a new home. And so if you've got your your home that you're considering selling or that you might want to do some changes on, these are the things that people are looking for. And the number one thing that people want is they want laundry rooms and walk-in pantries. And I know that I work with a lot of people and when, you know, like they're like, I want a walk in pantry. I want a pantry. I want to be, I don't, want to just have the cupboards i want to have that pantry where we can put things and that's really important and the other thing is that people do not like laundry rooms in the garage they like to have a place inside um you know i know that uh I've heard different stories and that kind of stuff, you know, where a bug ends up in your laundry basket and all that kind of stuff. And, and a couple of people have told me about snakes and all that kind of thing that just happened to get in the garage, you know, the garage is not inside the house. So they, they would prefer to have the laundry rooms inside the home. So that's a really big thing, you know, for people. And basically, um, you know, the, there is an increased desire for bigger homes, suburban locations but they want the more outside amenities. You know, I think that the pandemic kind of taught everybody that they want to have a place where they can just go outside at their own house and not have to deal with it. You know, a few years ago, everybody was like, hey, the clubhouse and all that kind of thing. But when COVID hit, then a lot of the clubhouses were all shut down. And so they didn't have anywhere to go. So if they would have had something in their own backyard, at least a covered lanai or something like that, at least they had a place where they could go outside And B, everything went good with that. You know, an interesting thing is that um, the number of bedrooms that people are looking for, uh, 46% of the homes that are built now have four bedrooms or more. And um, three bedrooms are another 34%. So together, over 80% of the homes are over three bedrooms. So I know that when it comes to resale, I'm always telling people that I suggest definitely that you have three or more, um, you know, people can always use that as extra bedroom as uh, an office, or they can use something like that. But there's most people definitely want to have the three bedrooms. That is something that most people definitely, definitely want. Um, one of the things that they found is that the millennials and the Generation Xers, um, basically millennials being 36% of the purchases purchasers and Generation Xers. of the purchasers, they want modern contemporary exteriors designed for multiple generations. And they also want exercise rooms, home offices, and they want um, designated bike lanes in their community. So again, you know, having those things that they can go outside and do and everything. However, when it came to the baby boomers, only um, 18% of the baby boomers on the other hand it noted a change in their preferences they are interested in smaller homes and smaller lots preferably in the suburbs and they want they have their eye toward energy efficiency obviously and all of that kind of thing i think that that really um, is pretty explainable you know cuz when you're looking at the people that are retiring or getting ready to retire They don't want to take care of the big yards. I hear that from people all the time that are downsizing. They just want to have a little space, and if somebody else wants to do it for them, they're more than happy uh, for that. So they like those associations where the lawn is actually cut for them and everything is uniform. But they don't want to have a big space. They want to have their space, but they don't need to have a huge space. And then, again, you know, like we talked about, the one-story versus the two-story. So a smaller home, they don't need to have – you know, a big home, but energy efficiency from the standpoint of they're looking at a fixed income potentially and want to make sure that they have enough money to cover their bills. So energy efficiency is really important to them. The um, percentage of single family homes with patios, That went up to 63% of the people all want that. But the interesting thing to me is that millennials also had a specific interest in front porches. You know, front porches kind of have gone away in a lot of communities and that kind of thing. But um, the millennials, they want them. And so I think that's great, you know, to be able to interact with your neighbors and see them and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, that's all good and everything as well. So, if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, one of the other things that I think will be great for all you people that are out there renting. And like we talked about, um, I think we talked pretty extensively, I think it was last week or the week before. but basically, you know there is something on the ballot that's coming up uh, for Orange County that there is a ballot that they want to that they want to have on their rent control. Um, and it's supposedly just for one year that they want to in, um, limit the increase of the rents. Um, And that's going to be on the ballot. However, there was a lawsuit that was filed a couple of days after that was approved, and that is to keep it from the ballot and to not do it. There is, um, I don't know, all the ins and outs and all of that kind of thing. There are a lot of people that are definitely against rent control um, because it's kind of a short term uh, fix to a long term, I mean, a long term fix to a short term problem, in my opinion, because supply and demand will always, you know, determine what the rental price is, just like they determine what the price is to purchase a home. And so when you're looking at it, um, basically, uh, there was an article that said that rent relief is coming for three Florida cities, of which Orlando is one of them, as multifamily construction cranks up. And so basically, um, you know, in Orlando this year, there are 11,388 new apartments coming on the horizon. So they're being built right now, 11,388. So what that means is that that's going to allow, obviously, you know, more inventory to be there. And so they're, the The rent prices could potentially go down because it's gonna have. There's gonna be more p- options for people and more inventory. So supply and demand, right? So um, basically, the uh, apartment construction in the U.S. is at a 50-year high, and so basically, um, for tenants to find a place to live, there's 420,000 going on in nationwide. But here in Orlando, like I said, it's 11,000 three hundred and eighty eight. So I just thought that that was a good number for everybody to know about. And obviously it's the surrounding areas and everything, too. But when you have something on the ballot, you know, for rent control saying that they don't want um, they want to limit how much people can increase the rents and that kind of stuff. Well, having more inventory is going to do it naturally. And that's really, you know, the way that we're set up as a capitalist society, you know that basically, if if there's a demand, then somebody's going to fill that demand, and that's what we have going on. And so um, I know that when it comes to the ballot and stuff like that, you know, it's it's like we're we're all looking at that little one paragraph or one line or whatever, um, you know, asking us to make a decision on that. And so when it comes down to it, um, you know, it's like we don't necessarily always know all of the ins and out and the pluses and minuses in order to make those decisions because we're not educated enough just because we haven't done enough to, to figure that out. I know some people definitely do, but um, the, a lot of the, the voters don't do that. So knowing that there are a lot of apartments and that kind of stuff just being built, let alone all the single family homes and everything else that's going on in Central Florida. You need to know that um, if you live in Orange County and you're considering on that um, that bill. I don't know if it'll actually make it to the ballot now because there is quite a bit of... Um, there's quite a few lawsuits and, and that kind of stuff trying to prevent it from happening. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. We'll have to keep tuned on, on that to see what's going to happen in November. If it does go on the ballot, that's something that I think everybody needs to, to consider is looking at the long term instead of the short term. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. Find us online at com, and we'll see you after the break.
0: You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura.
1: Welcome back, everybody. I'm from your home sold, guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So we have our free report that we're offering today, and it is called how to sell your own home and basically so that's to be a for sale by owner basically is what it is so if you'd like to get this report all you have to do is call 833-535-8081 extension 1017 1017. so 833-535-8081 extension 1017 so when you're looking at this you know to analyze whether or not you'll end up ahead by choosing to sell the house on your own you have to consider the fact that most buyers do use a real estate agent so you know that's something that when you are selling your home you have to to look at that a lot of times you're going to get some investors and that kind of stuff that go on that might give you low ball offers and sometimes you don't know that it's a low ball offer i think that you know really looking at what's going on in the market is critical and knowing and um, you know it's like you don't always know everything that you think you know. I was talking to a buyer um, earlier this week, and one of the things that he had told me is he he was looking at this particular house, and he had looked up the tax records and everything like that, and said, "Well, these people have owned it, you know, since the '80s, and as a result of that, you know, they've depreciated the whole property, and so, you know, they they probably are let it, would let it go for a little bit less or something like that, you know." And so I looked up the property and I said, well, as a matter of fact, those people sold it into 2019. And so, um, you know, the people that own it now have actually only, only owned it three years. So they have not owned it, you know, for 40 years or whatever it was. Um, so, so basically, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, you know, the information that they had found online was not accurate they hadn't um, you know they didn't have access to everything that I do that it's just at my fingertips and I can find it and I work with it all the time so I know how to look at it so when they were going in and and considering how they wanted to approach the seller they were coming from a different angle because they thought they had owned the home for 40 years versus owning it only for like four four years and obviously um, you know looking at the gains or the losses and that kind of stuff were something that they wanted to definitely look at it. But there are 10 inside tips for you selling your home yourself. And we want to make sure that that you definitely know what they are. So again, if you want to get this free report, it's 833-535-8081, extension 1017, 1017. So again, that's 833-535-8081 extension 1017. So the first thing that you definitely need to do is to price it right and to know. And, you know, I mean, the calls have have gone up again. And I don't, for me, I don't know if they've gone up for all of you. But somebody calling and saying, hey, you know, I would like to buy your house and everything. And, um, you know, sometimes I just say, okay, well, how much you know, would you want to buy it for just to see what they're thinking, not because I have any desire to sell it, or I wouldn't sell it myself, because I do know what I'm doing when it comes to that. And, um, and it was funny, you know, it's like, they're, they're telling me like 50 to 100,000 less than I know that the value is. And, you know, some people fall into that trap that they know, okay, That's what it's, you know, they don't know what their home is worth or what the value is or whatever. And so they go ahead and they sell it to that person because it might be easy and that's okay. It's, it's, it's your house. You can do what you want to, but if you did want to get um, the maximum money out of it, you might've been leaving some money on the table. And so, you know, we like to go um, in with people. We do have Places and and multiple multiple places actually where we can get you a cash offer if that's what you want and you don't want to have any showings. I mean, we can totally do that. That is not an issue. But if it is something that you that you want you want to get top dollar because you want to have the money from your investment to do something else, then we make sure that we do that too. And there are some cash buyers that in the past have been paying market value and maybe even a little bit more because they're trying to build their portfolio. So they're looking at that long-term gain, that amount of of rent that they can get from the property, the return on investment and all of those kinds of things. So um, there are definitely opportunities and all that kind of stuff for you to know that. But you do need to know what your home is worth when you start talking to these people and We're more than happy to meet with anybody and help you out with that. Even if you're going to sell it on your own, um, you know, we're happy to work with you on that, but you do want to price it right, in my opinion. So, if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, there's 10 um, tips on here for selling your home yourself, like I was talking about, but. I'm just going to be able to talk about one more because we're running out of time. And that's remaining objective during the showing of your home. And this is if you're selling it by owner Or if you're selling it, you know, any way that you're selling it, you have to realize that when you're selling that home, it no longer is going to be yours. So whatever somebody wants to do with it or they're talking about doing it with it or whatever, you know, you can't take it personally because that's something that, you know, they want to make it their own. I mean, I I had a guy that told me that he was from another when he was moving from another state that someone suggested that he paint his front door bright yellow and he was like bright yellow I don't want a bright yellow door and um, the person told him he said but it's no longer yours and when people are looking at your house they'll notice that bright yellow door and that's the house I'll be talking about hey remember that house with the bright yellow door and so um you know, I mean, not that I'm saying to paint your house door yellow, trust me. But basically, you know, it's like you have to get that thought in your head, though, that the house is no longer going to be yours. It's going to belong to somebody else. And so in that, you can't take personally what anybody says you have to understand that feedback is from somebody that's not going to buy your house and they're trying to come up with a reason of why they're not buying it. So it might not even make sense in reality, but it makes sense in their mind of how they can be nice or whatever to tell you to give you feedback. So I just take feedback with a grain of salt, always have and always will. But I do want to get to um, letting you know about a house that's available right now. Um, it's on the market for 390000 It's a house with a pool. It's a four. Bedroom, three bath home. So, um, you know, it's got that extra bathroom for those of you that want it. It's a one story home. Um, basically uh, in a gated community where the HOA is in the neighborhood of about 180 a month. But that does include lawn care, and it does include the guard gate that, to let everybody in and that kind of thing. So it's a great home um, that's available. Um, like I said, it does have a pool. It does have a spa. So if you're looking for that place where you can just chill out and everything is great for 390000 which we talked at the beginning of the show that the median price right now is four fifteen and that's not necessarily with or without with a pool. You know, so this is a great pool home at $390,000, 4 bedroom, three bath. Basically has two masters. So if you are looking for that multi generation home or you have somebody that you wanna have that they have that master and then the other two bedrooms, you know, share a bath, obviously, and that kind of thing as well. But it's a great opportunity that's out there for the low price of $390,000, and maybe you have a house to trade that you'd like to trade a house for this house. I mean, that's something that we definitely would be considering and that we'll do as well. So, you know, any of our properties that we have, if you want to trade your house for one of the houses that we have, um, we can make that happen. And so we are always the out-of-box thinker of making things happen so that people have their ultimate desire, where they're living, what they're living, that they're living where they want to live with the amenities and with the people that they want and that's what life is all about right so so basically um in order to get in touch with us you can call 407-566-2555 you can find us online at central florida com, and we'll see you next week have a great one everybody Bye bye